right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Braden Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday, November the 12th of 2020. And much like a stoplight, here is my face. <laughs> what? What's wrong? I just don't know. But you know how sometimes you have, um, you know, like a little, one little blemish pop up. Right. And I have that today. And it came out when I looked at myself in the mirror because I go the whole first part of the morning and I'm not looking at myself. You know, it's like I don't want to see myself like that. I'm going to give you a revelation. There's a reason this is happening to you. And there's a reason it's happening to me. And there's a reason it's happening to everyone else. What is it? We're wearing masks. Is that really what it is? I'm telling you, there are people that are getting breakouts where Uh, the masks are. I'm just going to tell you today, if you see me, don't say anything about it. I'm just going to tell you, if you see Brandon, just make your eyes go really big and just keep staring. It's like a flashing red light. No, it's not. I would have never noticed it if as soon as you sat down, you didn't just point right at it. I tried to cover it up, man. I would have never noticed. It looks like a freckle from over here. Oh, that's great. A giant red freckle. Appreciate that. So today, again, November the 12th, it's National Chicken Soup for Your Soul Day, National French Dip Day. Also, National Happy Hour Day. Oh. So, you can enjoy that. Also, today is a big day because PS5 is out. Mm -hmm. And people are trying to get that already today. My boys have told me this two days ago. Yes, they're... mm -hmm. Do they get it today? No. They don't? No. God, because I started getting excited about it. And Kai was asking for it, like, last week. He's like, hey, the PlayStation 5 comes out pretty soon. I'm actually surprised you don't already have it set up. Yeah, there you go. So... You might be going out this morning to try to find it. It's a tad bit cold as you get started. Just mm-hmm. a heads up on that. Low 40s right now as we go throughout the day. Northeast Arkansas is going to see a high around 62. Central Arkansas, a high temp around 65 today. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2005 and Keith Urban had the number one song in country music on this day. We ain't got much now. We're just starting now. Number one in 2005. It's Keith Thurman kicking off your morning with BBIT. There's a place for you and me where we can dream as big as the sky. Let's do that. I know it's hard to see it now, but baby, someday we're gonna fly. This road we're on. Come on now. You know when I belong. Better life. Let's do it one more time. So hold 
Hold on, Kelly. Better life. It was number one on this day in 2005. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the mornings got you gossip. Got you gossip on The Big Bang Theory. It's a really popular show. Uh, Penny was played by Kaylee Cuoco. Johnny Galecki played the character Leonard. And if you remember, there were stories like right when the show started that those two had a real life romantic mm-hmm. interest. So you had in real life Kaylee Cuoco dating Johnny Galecki. Uh, she's gone on to say that she thinks at one point maybe the producers and the writers were having fun with them because after their breakup, they were forced to do all these love scenes. They had a romantic relationship. Uh-huh. They had to act like they were in love, even though they had just broken up in real life. Here's what Kaylee Cuoco had to say about that experience and why the producers were maybe having fun at their expense. We got together and just fell mad for each other for about two years, but then we broke up. You know, obviously it was a little sensitive for a minute, but I remember those weeks that Chuck had written these episodes where all of a sudden our characters were like sleeping together every other Uh. second. And Johnny and I would talk, I'm like, I think, no, but I think he did that on purpose, which makes me love him even more. But in fact, if I was with him, I would probably ask him because that came out of nowhere. All of a sudden these characters were like all up in each other, you know, out of nowhere. Luckily, Johnny and I came out of it so brilliantly. We're, We're closer today than we ever were. Still a funny idea in the yeah. whole theory that maybe they were just messing around with them. But it does make me think about those like on-screen kisses and relationships. Yeah, that's awkward. Would you be able to do that? Nope. Like they just hire somebody to come in and that's your that's yeah, your deal. That's weird. Yeah. But that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They're just acting. I'm not sure if I'm a strong enough man no. to be able to stand by and watch my <laughs> wife do that. But anyway, that's Kaylee Cuoco on her past relationship with Johnny Galecki. Got you gossip on the Bella twins. So even though Nikki Bella and John Cena broke up after six years together, they're cordial exes, and it seems like they're always going to be on good terms. So they both moved on since the split. Nikki is now engaged to Artem, the Dancing with the Stars pro, and they have a baby boy. John Cena is now married to his wife, Shay. But Nikki was recently promoting the new season of Total Bellas, and she said when her sister Brie welcomed her second child, John reached out to both of them. So it wasn't like this huge, long conversation. It was really short and sweet, but she went on to say she and John are going to be tied forever. They had a public public relationship on a reality show for oh, six yeah. years. And it makes her happy to see him doing well. Uh, Also, speaking of the Bella sisters, a lot of people are upset that they did take a break to to have their family. Well, yeah. You can't go out there and wrestle when you're pregnant. pregnant. (laughs) Right. Anyway, there has been discussion, according to Nikki's fiance, Artem. There's discussions with her and Brie all the time about them coming back and doing something together. So the chapter of their lives, of their wrestling lives, is not closed just yet. And got you gossip on Julianne Huff. You know, she's kind of in the news quite a bit because she had this relationship. She got married. All of a sudden, she was taking a break. And then they decided last week to go ahead and go for the divorce. Well, Julianne Huff talks about how her life has been this roller coaster of relationships. And she talks without naming names about this one relationship when she was 24 that was a very public relationship where she felt like she lost herself and she wasn't sure who she was 
as a person. She says that she was on private planes and yachts and living this very, very well-off life. And she didn't feel like she deserved it. So she was like, I got to figure out who I am. And I have to get away from this individual. She didn't name names, but all signs point to that well-off individual being Ryan Seacrest. So Julianne Huff. Single, still looking to kind of figure out life, she says, when she was 24. After that first breakup, she lost herself, and she basically was kind of spiraling out of control in some ways. So, it's interesting after breakups what people will say. That's Julianne Huff on probably her past relationship with Ryan Seacrest. And, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Random studio discussions. We're still talking about could you stand by? And watch your significant other do an on-screen love scene. Mm. Because, man, Mm-mm. you know, we're friends with uh, Jana Kramer and Mike Cawson, mm-hmm. and they did this deal. She had a movie that was aired over the weekend, and there was a kissing scene. And uh, at the party, their watch party, they were showing Mike watching that on screen. That's got to be awkward. That, yes. Could you stand by Kelly Perry and mm. watch your husband, Joey? Nope. On screen, kissing another girl. Nope, especially since I know, like, his faces, and I know, like, I just could know kind of what he, I don't know. I would have, no, I'd have a problem. You would know what he was thinking? Uh, yep. <laughs> would you be instantly jealous? Uh, not jealous, probably angered. You think so? Yeah. We're going to make this a social media post, because <laughs> I want to know what you guys are thinking today. Could you stand by and watch your significant other do an on-screen love scene? It's going to go up on Facebook here in just a few minutes. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. You can also text in your response. Text BBITM followed by your message to 62582. It's BBITM followed by your message to 62582 or call 870-935-5346. 870-935-5346. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly brought up this topic this morning. She wanted to talk about kissing. You're such a weirdo. Isn't that what you said? <laughs> no. Come on now. How about some prints for you this morning? Can we go Instagram live? With me dancing? Yep. I don't think that's a good idea. All right, so I was asking Kelly some of her favorite songs about kissing. This was one of them. She said one of her favorites is this. I want to kiss you on the I'm gonna go. No, you're not. Alive. I have his in. <laughs> you're not no doing one that. can see that you're from not here. Doing that. All right, so sometimes we have these random discussions, and today's random discussion is: is could you stand by and watch your significant other kiss somebody on screen? It's an on-screen kiss. It's a television show. It's a movie. But would you be okay with it? Kelly has flat out said no. No, I, I I would probably I would act like I could be, and I'd be like, oh yeah, it's cool, yeah, it's a great paycheck, yeah, let's do it, all right. And then when it came down to it, I would be like, oh my gosh, right? I, I'm sorry. I can we take it back? And you'd probably be okay on set. And then when you would get home, let me tell you how oh, that no, would go. No, I don't want you to tell so me. So did you enjoy I- it? <laughs> did you like it? Did you have fun? It looked like in your face you liked it. I could see it. I know it. I 100% know that's how it would go. (laughs) Because that's what your wife would say. No, you asked me what I would think. So let's say it's Leslie, and Leslie is kissing some other guy. No. I think it would bother you, wouldn't it? It would. Okay. But I think if I were an actor, I'd tell her to just just deal with it. That's what I do. You knew that when we got married. Oh. 
So text lines, this one says, this is Casey. I wouldn't have a problem watching my husband kiss a woman, but nothing beyond that would I be okay with. (laughs) You can always text the show. Text B-B-I-T-M, followed by your message, to 62582, or call us, 870-935-5346. 870-935-5346. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Would you be able to stand by and watch your significant other do an on-screen love scene? (laughs) <laughs> Evidently, me and Kelly are much the same, way too jealous for something like that. And I'd so try to be cool with it. I would so, I'd be like, okay, I can pay off bills. This is to get us out of debt. Yeah. I would like try to justify everything in my mind. Oh, he's, he's going to be famous. And like, he could make me feel so great. But when it came down to it and I was there, I'm, they might have to take me off the set. Okay. So let's say you're married to Ryan Gosling and he's doing the notebook. Oh. Could you uh-huh. deal with it? Nope. Too no? believable. No. Not that's even that's no. You think the relationship is too strong? They dated in real life. Oh, did they really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's up on our social media if you want to go and weigh in. It's on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. You can always text us, text BBITM followed by your message to six two five eight two. BBITM followed by your message to 62582. It's also up on my Instagram story if you want to go and do the poll on Instagram, Brandon on KFIN. Kelly, you said you've already seen some responses so far. We got Casey's text, and Casey was like, I'd be cool with it as long as it was only the on-screen kiss, and it Mm. stopped there. Michelle Locke says, I let him do it, but I'd probably be raging on the inside. Yes. (laughs) She put a a funny face. Let's see. Skylern says, never okay. Jaylena says, yeah, no. That would be a negative. I would never be okay with that, ever. So that's our question this morning. Could you stand by and watch your significant other do an on-screen love scene? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. 34-year-old Joseph was arrested in Salt Lake City after he called his local police department and threatened an officer. He said he was going to shoot a police officer that night. So they traced his phone and a SWAT team kicked in his door. But here's the impressive part. When they got him to jail, they handcuffed him to a bench and made him put a face mask on. He ended up using the face mask to pick the lock on his handcuffs. He took the little metal nose guard and he used it as a pick. Even after that, he didn't get away. He's facing two counts of making terroristic threats and for escaping from custody. Speaking of picking a lock... One of the things I have mastered during lockdown and the quarantine is jigsaw puzzles. Really? I didn't know that. I just completed my first one in just over ten and a half weeks. Congratulations. I feel so proud of myself. On the box it says five to six years. (laughs) (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. That could be one of my favorite ones you've ever done. It's true. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let's talk about things that we used to see at our friend's house that made us think that our friends were rich. (laughs) Because when I say that, you might be able to think of things. Like you were jealous because Mm -hmm. your friend down the street or your friend across town had these things and you did not have them. Mm -hmm. And in some situations, the stuff they had is why you were their friend. Like my friend, my friend on the other street, one street over, who had a trampoline. Why was I about to say the same thing? Jeremy Rodriguez had a trampoline. Old Jeremy. How's yep. old Jeremy today? I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Cross County. Cross no, County. This was Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Jacksonville, Arkansas this yeah. morning. 
to Jeremy Rodriguez. Yeah. If you know Jeremy Rodriguez, let him know. He got mentioned on the radio this morning. Yeah, his trampoline. He taught me how to do a back handspring. I think the dude, uh, the guy who had it in our, in our neighborhood, he was one street over. His name was Chris. And like all the neighborhood kids wanted to go to his house because he had the trampoline. And my vision of it, it might have been one of those giant rectangle ones. Oh, yeah. Did it, I, have a, did it have a net? Uh, no net. Did you make everyone get up and hold hands when you jumped so you, you wouldn't fall off? No, I didn't even think about that. Mm. But I was always the one who was more afraid of doing anything. Like some of my friends were doing like double gainers and stuff, right? And twisting flips. And you were doing like the bounce, bounce seat. Yes. And then back up on your feet. They're like, do a flip. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't doing a flip. I don't want to fall off this thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Other things that you might have thought uh, made your friends seem like they were rich. If they had a bunch of video games, like the original video games, mm-hmm. and they had all kinds of games, like we might have had four games. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, Super Mario, and Zelda. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Oh, that one too. But I had this one friend. His name was Steven. And he had all these different games. And when I would look at this case, because he had them where you could see them in the Mm -hmm. case, and there were like hundreds of these games. He also was the first person that I knew. My friend Steven, his mom had one computer. And the one computer was in her bedroom. And she would get in there and she would like, I'm finding recipes. Like she was so excited because in the old days it was like Prodigy and America. Was it American Online? Yeah, know, or America AOL. Online. Yeah, AOL. So, you know, I would go over there if I wanted to surf the internet at <laughs> my friend Steven's house. But it's you funny. You probably were like, where's your surfboard? Yeah, I had a friend named uh, Matt, right? My friend Matt, who was, again, one street over, he had golf clubs in his garage. I thought they were rich if his, if oh, his dad yeah. played golf. Yes. What about people who had the big projection TVs in the house? The, yes. The box, the mm-hmm. huge box. Yep. Not the one, that, like, the, the one that sat on the floor, but this is the giant. Yes. Mm-hmm. I bought one of those. My first big expense in my life was one of those TVs. And I lived at an apartment complex called The Lynx in 1998. And I'll never forget watching the people from Sears deliver that television because I lived upstairs and there was like a turn in the stairs and I had to watch these two guys carry that giant TV that probably weighed 700 pounds (laughs) and then the tube went out talk about being disappointed when the tube went out I I was heartbroken Mm -hmm. because I'm like I can't afford this again I can't afford to fix the tube Mm -hmm. so Anything else you think of that makes you think, oh my gosh, my friend was rich and I wasn't? When I went to their house, it's kind of like the video games, but when they had uh, VHSs of every movie known to man. Yes. Every Disney movie, every comedy, and they were like alphabetized and you could see, you could pull up, just like you were at Blockbuster or somewhere where you could rent a movie and that's what their house looked like by their TV. Yeah. That's fun too. Yeah. What about families who were able to subscribe to either Reader's Digest, the little book, Or National Geographic. Because I loved it when I would go to my friend's house and there would be a National Geographic. I already know why you like National Geographic. Weirdo. That is not weird. (laughs) I was just wondering, like, what things are supposed to be. That's what I was doing. (laughs) You make things weird. (laughs) I miss the days of National Geographic. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. 
Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthday. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh. Happy birthday to Forrest. you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, November the 12th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Addison Chapman, who's turning two years old today. Happy A special shout-out to the two-year-old. Happy birthday, Addison. April Sarton, 36. Joe Watkins of Truman is celebrating. Eva Williams, 10 years old today. Robert Hill is celebrating. Brett Forrester from Wynn. Chris Smith of Jonesboro celebrates. Uh, Ruth Sartain of Jonesboro. Charles May has a birthday. Wendy McFall of Jonesboro. Will Stotts of Jonesboro celebrates today. Jessica Bowman from Stuttgart. Emma Baxter, happy birthday. Jason Dobson of Gillette. We have Penny Merritt from Stuttgart celebrating. And happy birthday goes out to the head basketball coach at Arkansas State University, our friend, Coach Mike Bellotta. It's me, the coach. I played the basketball. It is my birthday. And Where is my wife, yes. Felicia? Yes. Yo, Brendan. There, there's that. I love Ric Flair. <laughs> you sound, I mean, it's uncanny. Happy birthday to me today. I celebrate. I mean, it's you can't even tell a difference. I know. That's what it's, I was going to say. It's magical almost. So happy birthday to Coach Mike Bellotto, who celebrates today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Russell Westbrook is 32, Houston Rockets point guard. Uh, Ariani Celeste is 35, UFC ring girl. Anne Hathaway is 38. She's been in Ocean's 8, Princess Diaries, The Dark Knight Rises, not to mention she's Catwoman. Yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling is 40 today. He was Neil Armstrong in First Man and Noah in The Notebook. Tanya Harding is 50 years old today. A little bit of a scandal with her. Yep. Sammy Sosa is 52 today. Megan Mullally is 62. That's Karen on Will and Grace. And Al Michaels is 76, NBC's Sunday Night Football. Waiting all day for Sunday night. All right, what a night. It's finally here. Sunday Night Football kicking in the high gear. The stars have arrived. Come on, get up and cheer. Hey, Jack, it's a back. The show's back in town. Boys and the Rams are on the ground. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Al Michaels from Sunday Night Football. He turns 76 today. Country Music News. Country Music News. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so last night was the CMA Awards, country's biggest night. I was glued to my TV Mm -hmm. for three hours watching my favorite performers and people we've had the chance to hang out with and meet and experience. And it was, to me, a fun night just to celebrate country music on primetime television. Mm -hmm. It was also a big night for Eric Church. Congratulations to him. Entertainer of the year 
of the CMA Awards. Here's Eric Church accepting last night. And the CMA Award for Entertainer of the Year goes to... Eric Church. There was ever a year not to win this award. Um, This award this year has been about the loss of this year. Loss of life, loss of playing shows, loss of freedom, loss of kids being in school. You know what the win is? The win is we all were here tonight together as country music, in person, live, not on Zoom. And um, I think, I believe this, I really believe this. It's going to be music that brings us out of this. Politicians are about division. Music is about unity. And um, I got a bunch of stuff to say, but I didn't think I was going to win this. So thank you guys. Very much. So. I thought it was pretty neat, too, because I think you could tell in his face he mm-hmm. really didn't think he was about to win that award. Yeah. And how about some of the most likable guys in country? Luke Combs. Is he super likable? Yes, he is. So congratulations to Luke Combs, the male vocalist of the year. Maren Morris was there last yeah. night, female vocalist mm-hmm. of the year. She had a couple of big awards. And also congratulations to the new artist of the year, Morgan Wallen. They kind of poked a little bit of fun at Morgan Wallen yep. at one point for his party behavior, but he's tried to turn the corner, right the ship, and he did a great job last night. He was one of my favorite performances. There is something so likable about him yep. when he performs. If you want to check out some of those performances, we have some videos up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. You can go and check it out. So Thomas Rhett, uh, Thomas Rhett released some new music. The song is called What's Your Country Song, and it drops 16 country references to country hits in the song. So everyone from Hank Williams to Jake Owen, Ricky Skaggs, Garth Brooks. Again, the song is called What's Your Country Song. Here's Thomas Rhett. Did you grow up on a tractor? Did your daddy let you drive? Are you whiskey bent and hellbound? Even though your mama tried. <laughs> Did you cruise down a back road with your Dixie land alive? Are you on a Chattahoochee on a barefoot blue jean night? Wow. What's your country song? It's Thomas Rhett. And we have the full song up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. We mentioned Morgan Wallen. He's given us news that he has a new album coming out next year on January the 8th. It's Dangerous, the double album for Morgan Wallen. And he says uh, the pre-sale starts on the 20th, which is uh, just a little more than a week away. It's one week from tomorrow. And he's also going to release three songs next Friday. So Morgan Wallen, if you're a fan of him, get ready for that. That post is also up on our blog this morning. Kelsey Ballerini announced that she is collaborating with the one and only Shania Twain. On Instagram, she said, quote, time to spill the wine, hole in the bottle with Shania Twain, out tonight at 11. So if you haven't heard the song, Hole in the Bottle, here it is right here. There's a hole in the bottle, leaking all this wine. It's already empty, it ain't even seven The idea of a young country star like that getting to team up with Shania Twain, that's huge.
again, a special hole in the bottle with Shania Twain and Kelsey Ballerini. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. This is Brandon Baxter in the morning, and we appreciate you listening to us this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. Today in Pop Culture in 1966, the Monkees, they released yes. their debut album. It was number one in America for 13 weeks. And of course, it featured the Monkees theme song. Hey, hey, we're the Monkees, and people say we're monkey around. We're too busy singing. Did you watch that show? I did. We're just trying to be friendly. Come on now. Come and watch sing and play. Today in pop culture in 1984, Madonna released her second album. It was called Like a Virgin. It was her first number one album on the U.S. charts. Also on the album was the song Material Girl. Today in pop culture in 1988, Kylie Minogue uh, released a song that went on to be a big hit in the U.S. The song was a cover of The Locomotion. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Come on, baby. With me. All right, that was 1988. Today in pop culture, also in 1988, the uh, the Escape Club had a number one hit on the Hot 100 chart. You might remember the song "Wild Wild West." She's so mean, I don't Wild, wild west. So that was also in 1988. All right, let's go on to uh, also in 1988. Today in pop culture, U2 had a six-week run at number one on the album charts with Rattle and Hum. On that album was this song right here. Today in pop culture, 20 years ago. 2000 Destiny's Child had an 11 week run at number one with this song. This one. I love Destiny's Child. All the honeys making money right there. And today in pop culture in 1990, Garth Brooks was number one on the country album charts. It was his second studio album that went to number one. The album is known as No Fences, and it features songs like this. Thunder rolls, the thunder rolls, Boom. and the lightning strikes, another love grows cold. On a sleepless night As the storm blows all out of control Deep in her heart The thunder rolls 
was also on the No Fences album that was number one. Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Also on the album. Yeah, we're two of a kind. Working on a full house. And of course, our friends were on that one too. I toasted you. Said, honey, we may be thrilled. But you'll never hear me complain. It's a little chilly today, in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. 1990, man. And I'll be okay 30 years ago. I'm not big on social graces. Think I'll slip on down to the oasis so I've got Garth Brooks and the album No Fences was number one on this day in 1990. Today is November the 12th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We have this random discussion this morning, and I want you guys to put yourself into the situation of, can you imagine being on set or watching a movie and seeing your significant other do an on-screen love scene? And we bring this up because Kaylee Cuoco, who was pinning on the Big Bang Theory, talks about when she was dating Johnny Galecki, and then when they Mm -hmm. broke up, they had to do all these love scenes together. And it made me think, I don't know if I am man enough to be able to stand by and and watch that take place. Let's say it's my wife doing that. Now, if I had to do that for a movie role, I would try to tell her it was okay. Of of course you would. It would be fine. Because it's a movie. But if if Leslie did it. It's not okay. Right. So going through some of the responses, here's one from Twitter, which is Brandon on KFIN. Uh, This is from James. It would bug me and eat at me. I'd be cool with it up front. Mm -hmm. And as the days went by, I would grow more psycho until it comes out. (laughs) We're out of milk. (laughs) And you like doing that, didn't you? (laughs) So James is being honest right there. And again, that's up on Twitter. You can go and respond there. Brandon on KFIN. What's on Facebook? On Facebook, Kendra says, I would definitely let him do it. I mean, I know that no woman could ever take my place, and that's awesome. Micah says, heck yes, boo, make that money. No, Uh, that is not. (laughs) Micah, that is not how you really feel. Ashley says, uh, if that was his job, I'd be okay with it, but I probably wouldn't like it and don't know if I could watch. So there's that. Yeah. Okay, so Natalie says, maybe if it's someone that I know isn't his type, but if it's a Megan Fox type girl, it's a heck no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is funny because like, I'll, I'll pick who it is, yeah. but you can't pick who it is. Yeah, I'll pick who it is. <laughs> that's sure. called Kelly, that's called revenge. Oh. <laughs> Let's go and see what the Instagram poll is looking like. On Instagram, it's Brandon on KFIN. I have it up on my story. And so far, out of the responses, 100% of people say they couldn't handle it. So a lot of people are being honest today, but some people are stronger than us. You can respond again on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. On Instagram, Brandon on KFIN. Twitter, Brandon on KFIN. Or you can always text the show. Text BBITM for Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's BBITM followed by your message to 62582. Text BBITM followed by your message to 62582. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the CMA Awards were last night. I sat down with my wife and we watched it and then... You watched it with your kids, right? I watched it with my 17-year-old and 13-year-old boys. 
And on country music, they're kind of like some of it they like, some of it they Correct. like. Correct. Ooh, I want to hear DaBaby instead. Yeah, right. They try to act like they don't like it, but all of a sudden as they're in there and they're singing the actual chorus and they know every word, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, sure, you don't like this. Oh, you but hate you it. know every word. Right. Right. Kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go through, what was your favorite performance of all the performances last night? And there were a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite I have one? a couple, but if I have to pick, I'm going to say I really liked it when they did, um, when they honored Charlie Daniels. Yeah. And um, Jason Aldean did The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah, that was good. So you believe the show peaked five minutes in. I loved that part. <laughs> when that guy played the violin, the, the dude that plays the main violin part yeah. during the song, he was absolutely amazing. And my boys were like, oh my gosh. They, they were but impressed. Is that a fill or a violin? I don't know what it is. It looked like a violin to me. I think that's a. Is well, that maybe a it is a fiddle. I don't know, but all I know is those strings. Because well, I think it's your fiddle hair. hot. Well, I mean, they were like, I don't even know if he was going to have strings left to play his fiddle. Yeah. Because he was like shredding them. Yeah. But anyway, it was really good. That was yeah. my favorite thing. I have the audio now. Just the musicians during that part were having so much fun. Salvi. down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man saw it on a fiddle and playing it hot and the devil jumped upon a hickory stump said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. You play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your souls think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet, you're gonna regret, cause I'm the best it's ever been. Come on, Jason. Johnny, you lost it up your boy, clear fiddle heart. Call yourself broke loose in Georgia, and the devil deals in hearts. That's good. If you win, you'll get to shout and fiddle, way to go. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Is that a violin or a fiddle? Look it up. Because he says the fiddle, he doesn't say he pulled out his violin and started shredding it. Uh, well, it looks like. <laughs> All totally, right, good point. That totally but, changes. But, yeah, but he was so good. I, I just thought that that was awesome. I think my favorite last night was Morgan Wallen. he did good so mm-hmm. and he had the mullet going yeah uh my other probably if I had a second favorite performance i thought dan and shay and justin bieber yeah. just the idea that it was mm-hmm. so different and you saw bieber on the cma awards Do you miss the road that you grew up on did you get your middle name from your grandma when you think about your forever now do you think of me when you close your eyes tell me what are you dreaming anything we say it all the time. Shay Mooney, he doesn't miss me. No, he doesn't. Maren Morris had a huge night last night at the mm-hmm. CMAs. Let's go back and take a listen to her do the bones. The bones are good. The rest don't matter. Yeah, the 
there she is, what, like after six months after having a baby? Right. So, yep. uh, John Party did his tribute to Joe Diffie. When I turn 16, I saved a few hundred bucks. My first car was a pickup truck. I was cruising to town, and the first girl I seen was Bobby Joe Gentry, the whole come clean. She flagged me down and climbed up in a cab and said, I never knew you were a pickup man. You like that? Yeah, it's good. Arkansas's Ashley McBride did her song One Night Standards. It's just a room key. You ain't got a lot to me. So think about this. You have Ashley McBride, Shea Mooney's from Arkansas, mm-hmm. Matt Stell from Arkansas, and Justin Moore all from Arkansas. That's pretty cool yeah. for country music. Who is best dressed? I say it every time, it, but she she always is, in my opinion. Who? Carrie. Yeah. Every time. I mean, every time. I don't know who dresses her, no. but every time, whether, and most of the time she's safe. She doesn't ever pick anything that you're like, okay, that's no, a little out there. Yeah. So she's always pretty safe, but she just always just looks strikingly beautiful. Yeah. I pick her too. Mm-hmm. I love the wavy hair. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was a cool look on her. We saw her for the first time and Leslie said, oh, I hate you. <laughs> I know. Because it's like, you know, if you try to compare yourself to Carrie Underwood. Yeah. The Kelsey Ballerini it. looked pretty too. Mm-hmm. So, and a big, powerful performance of Hole in the Bottle. Let's do that one now. It's Kelsey on Arkansas's morning show. This is Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know that giraffes sleep for less than two hours a day? Oh, wow. And pythons sleep for at least 18 hours. Oh, Kai's snake is asleep all the time. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Did you know that Google was originally called Backrub when they came up with the idea in 1996? Backrub? The founders changed the name to Google about a year later. Can you imagine? Just Backrub it. Yeah, just Backrub it. Oh, so I was on Backrub earlier. (laughs) That sounds like it would not be the same thing. Did you know that there's no difference between Slurpees and Icy's? They're both made by the Icy Company. No, they're not. 7-Eleven just has a a licensing deal to call them Slurpees. That's not true. I don't believe it. I do (laughs) not believe it because I have said forever that I miss 7-Eleven because the Slurpees are so good. Yep, well. And you can also get the the cheese dogs and get the squirt chili on there. mm -mm. Just pump out that chili. You push a little handle and the chili comes out and plops out on your hot dog or on your nachos. I loved 7-Eleven as a kid. I love the candy aisle. Pop would give us like five bucks. We'd buy hot dogs and Slurpees and candy. It's just what I did. <laughs> and now, you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so our question today, one of the questions we were randomly thinking about today was, you know, you look back on your childhood and what was it about like a neighborhood friend that made you think they were rich? Like we had this buddy, his name, I think his name was Chris. He lived one street over. 
He had a trampoline, and that's the reason everybody wanted to hang out there. Yeah, I totally get it. It's because he had the trampoline. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would wrestle on the trampoline. I'd never wanted to do flips, though, because the flips, I could get hurt. You're scared, yeah. And back then, they didn't have nets. Right. If you, you fell off it. the tramp, you were just going to fall off the tramp. Yeah. So Kelly says VHS tapes. Movies. Yeah, they had to be movies. With the case. Yeah. Or if you were like a kid that had a BMX bike with pegs on the back. Ooh. That that was pretty big for me. So we put this up on social media for some responses. And Cheryl says an in-ground pool was a sign that somebody was rich. I'm seeing a lot of that too. I thought my grandparents were mm-hmm. rich yep. because they had an in-ground pool. Uh, Steve says if you had a fridge with an ice maker, he thought you were rich. <laughs> And Sarah says, uh, if your mom was one of those moms who would bring cupcakes to the classroom, she thought you were rich. Or if you had like name brand Reeboks or Keds, she thought you were rich. Yeah, definitely. Deborah says a two-story house. Oh, you were rich. Definitely. You were rich. Mm -hmm. Ashley Starn says if you had a nice car or a horse, you were rich. Oh, if you had a horse. Yeah. You were rich. You were rich. So the question today is, what was it in your neighborhood, in your town, in your city, when you looked at another kid and you thought, man, they must be rich. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a lot of times for the show, Kelly and I both bring in different things that we think we should talk about. Yeah. And sometimes we find different things. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't always look in the same places. And Kelly was on some of her dating websites. Okay. And she she found the top new Uh, dating trends for 2021. uh, We need to know, right? So if you are single or hoping to be single, these are things you need to know are happening on dating websites and on social media. Now, it's been a second since we've been in the game, so this might be totally different for us. Yeah, let me talk about some of these trends. Number one is Fauci-ing. Like the uh, Dr. Fauci. They say this is where you decline to date someone because you don't feel like they're taking the pandemic quite seriously enough. So you got Fauci'd? You got Fauci'd. You got Fauci'd. Yeah, so that's one of the terms, a dating term for 2021. They also say there's mask or rating, which is where you pretend to care so much about COVID and the masks just to impress other people. Oh, you're one of those. Mm. You're masquerading. They also say there is apocalypsing. <laughs> oh, no. What's this oh, one? Oh, you might want to leave the room on this one. <laughs> this is where you treat every relationship <laughs> like it's your last and things get too serious oh, too man. fast. Yeah. Apocalypsing. Hmm. There's also Zoolandering. This is another dating term for 2021. And this is where people get on like a Zoom call or a FaceTime call. And they just look at themselves to make sure they look okay. Oh, hmm. reminds me of someone. Who does it remind you of? You. That's Zoolandering right there. Okay. There's also sanitizing. This is not a COVID thing. It oh. sounds like it would be a COVID thing, but it is a dating term for 2021. This is where you delete photos and wipe all evidence of a past relationship from social media. Okay. So imagine, you know, next year when you're in the dating game. Oh, okay. That you're going to a guy's site and he's looking to date. He's single now. But you go back and you see all the different stuff on previous relationships. Mm, not a fan. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Another dating term for 2021 is end gaming. This is where you, quote, accidentally send a racy photo or video to somebody. But it was an accident. Oh. You didn't mean to. How about folkloring? This is where you're so focused on the fairy tale romance idea that your expectations will never meet reality. Yeah. The expectations are just way too high. 
There's also, um, let me be careful here, stock blocking. Stock blocking. This is where uh, you make all of your accounts private. So people uh, who want to date you can't research you first. They have to reach out first. Oh. It is stock blocking. Okay. There's also bradying. Bradying, like Greg. Like Tom. Oh. Like Tom Brady. So this is where you end a long-term relationship, even though everyone thinks it's a mistake to end it. Kind of like Tom Brady. He left the Patriots and went to Tampa Bay, and people thought Mm. that was a mistake. There's also hay and prey. This is a final one. Dating terms for 2021. This is where you're trying to play the numbers game, and you're messaging lots of people with messages like, hi, hey, how are you? Are you there? Don't do it. And you just keep doing that to a lot of people with the idea that the more often you cast out your- (laughs) Maybe one will answer. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. It's called hay and prey. Anyway- Dating terms of 2021 that Kelly found on her dating sites this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. One of the things we were talking about today was when you looked at your neighborhood friends and you saw them and you were jealous because you thought they were rich. What was it that they had? So we've posted this because I thought trampoline. Kelly thought VHS tapes. We've Mm -hmm. seen people say uh, if somebody had a pool, they thought they were rich. If they bought name brand stuff like Reeboks. Oh, my gosh. He's got Reeboks. Yeah. He's rich. Wow. They have the shoes with the stars on them. Converse. Ooh, they're rich. They got to be rich. What else are you seeing? Jody Taylor says an air conditioner and heat. Laugh out loud. Wood stove was no fun. Olivia Ford says internet. And then she put a stable home life. And then put a funny face. (laughs) And then Jennifer Osborne says expensive clothes or a nice car. Yeah. We have Penny who says... If somebody had cable or satellite, mm-hmm. you thought they were rich. And I'm telling you, the big satellites, the ones that were like out in the yard that were like like almost the radio dishes, receivers yeah. and stuff like that. If you had that, dude, I thought rich. you were a millionaire. I thought you were rich. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and listen to today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we pose a couple of really big questions. They're important questions. Could Kelly stand by and watch her husband make out with another woman? The answer is negative. It's an (laughs) on-screen love scene. And we get your opinions on that, too. Could you stand by and watch your significant other do that? Also, what was it about our childhood where you looked at some other child or some other family and you thought, you know what? They're rich because they have blank. That's on the show. Plus, we have fond memories of National Geographic. (laughs) You do. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning <laughs> podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? All right. Football fans, the Tennessee Titans host the Indianapolis Colts, the fourth season premiere of Station 19, the season finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E, uh, season premiere of Grey's Anatomy, Law and Order SUV, and The Unicorn. And on late night, Jimmy Kimmel, we're going to have Chris Stapleton. Hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> what did I say? And I hope you enjoy Law and Order SUV. <laughs> oh, SVU. <laughs> I'm just like sick. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.